Somebody date us cause we're getting really lonely Is it our personalities where we just had the homely? You swipe left then I swipe right Sitting on my couch at night Hoping that I get a match only to be ghosted fast When you're the only one still single Hey baby, can I get your number? Um, no So you write this stupid jingle To say somebody please date us Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Somebody Date Us. I'm Carly. I'm Lauren. I'm Asal. And we are still happily single. (laughs) Surprise. Surprise, surprise. I don't know. Which one of you guys want to go first and tell us why you're still single? I mean, I could go first. Okay, go. <laughs> like, of course, I'm still single. <laughs> Guys, I literally, so I know I kind of touched on on the last episode, but, um, you know, we did no dating apps July, and I've been back on, like, the dating app train, and once again, no one is going to message, no one's been messaging me back. I am devastated. Not even, like, the guys that are, like, not good looking by conventional terms. No one. Have you messaged them? Yes. What is your opening line? It's it's still five foot seven, more to love kind of bod, six no, out no, of ten. No, no, not your profile. You're like, oh, I just say, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, like, oh, okay. hey, Tom, or hey, Mike. Oh, you use their name. I do. I make that's going like I yeah, personalize it extra mile. You know, and it's just, it's just because I'm like I always forget that I'm like oh my gosh on Bumble they t- it times out after 24 hours, right? So I always just try and shoot them a quick like hey how's it going or hey good morning what's up fucking crickets how dare you i'm devastated so rude <laughs> so rude so <laughs> you guys are all gonna be like happily married in like in like three years and Opa. i'm gonna we're throwing shit around Opa. here you guys are gonna be married in like three years and i'm gonna be over here like cool i can't even get somebody to message me back on fucking bumble <laughs> you're still waiting <laughs> for someone to message i'll you be back. old and ineligible like i know I live, I live at young and eligible but i'll be like old and ineligible by the time okay, i highly doubt that mm, i don't know Okay, Lauren, why are you single this week? Um, So, well, when I hopped back on dating apps, I swiped in the swiped, and I got all of these people that I matched with, and that, sorry, to, like, rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. No, but then I started talking to people, and then I was like, I don't know when I'm supposed to go on dates with these people. Like, I literally have zero time. Like, people are like, when are you free? And I'm like, I'm not free for, like, a month, so... You're probably gonna lose interest in me. I don't know why I started talking to you in the first place. Like, I don't. I don't know what I'm thinking. I just have no time. But if they wait, like if you're like, oh, I'm busy for the next two weeks, and they wait, then you know they're legit. Cause they waited for you. It's true. Well, like the last few nights, I've just like, I've like been trying to fit in working out and going on dates, and it's exhausting. It's like I like hard. run yeah. home, change into like yoga gear, run to yoga, do yoga, run home, cha- shower, try to like eat something really quick and then like run to my date. And I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> I know. Like you seem very tired today. And I think it's because <laughs> of all that. Yeah. It's like too much, too soon. Too- fair. fair. Uh, um, so I'm single this week because I've got bed bugs. <laughs> Just <laughs> Everyone's like, why are we in this apartment yeah, right I now? don't want to, like, start rumors about myself. I don't actually have bed bugs, but this, um, so... I was like, we gotta get... I'm like, I'm like, how dare you, first of all? Like, I'm scarred for life. No, okay, so this is what happened. So I went on a date on the weekend. I was wearing a dress, and we went to the movies. And we're sitting there and enjoying the movie, and then, like, I just, I felt something, like, bite my ass. And I was like, okay, like... I just like didn't think anything of it because I'm like maybe it was like or like 
earlier in the day I got bit by a mosquito. Who knows? And I'm just like feeling the aftermath now. I don't know. So after the movie, I like check and I had a huge bite, like where my right ass cheek meets my like thigh. Um, the crease. Just to be like, the crease, exactly. So it was like very itchy because like when you walk, like it rubs. Um, anyway, so like we took a photo of it and um, we Googled. <laughs> you like, and your date took a photo of your like ass crease. Yes. I love it. <laughs> and then we Googled, we, <laughs> we Googled, we um, Googled what like bug bites look like bed bugs sorry bed bugs and they the bites look the exact same they're the exact same bite and like it could have been a spider maybe but then we googled like bed bugs in theaters and it's a thing Mm -hmm. it's a thing so i'm never going to the movies again Wow. Devastating. <laughs> I love how this would happen to you, too. You, like, like don't ride public transit. You don't go to any of the places that, like, bedbugs would live. And, like, you're the one I that know. gets bitten by I know. Bedbugs. I know. And we, I was freaking out after. And I, was, like, emptied out my purse because I thought maybe, like, something was in it. And, like, shook ourselves. And it was crazy. Anyway, and it still really hurts. And now it's turned – I haven't even itched it. But I guess because I walk, right? And, like, the irritation. Yeah, the big old booty, yeah. And um, so now it's, like, it's like a scab. As long as it's not a tick and you don't have something like living in there. Oh my god, don't scare me. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to the hospital. Go to the I need to go to the hospital now. She's literally going to call in sick tomorrow to go to the walk-in clinic to get her ass freeze checked out. I probably will. No, the thing with this is she won't go to the clinic. She'll just like Google. I'll like, web, like, web MD it. No, yeah. like, I'm dying. I'll plan your funeral. This is it. R.I.P. <laughs> call the coroner. She's dead. Uh, all right. Shall we move on from the bed bugs? We, we probably should. Okay, so we have a special guest joining us today for this episode. Joseph Tito. Woo! Joseph has lived and worked all over the world and now in his late 30s realized that he wanted to start a family and lay down roots here in Toronto. Is that wrong? 30s? Late 30s. Well, I'm going to be 40 this year. Okay. Well, still late 30s. Yeah. Come on. Okay. (laughs) So, as a gay man who hadn't found a partner ready for parenthood yet, he took it into his own hands and started his surrogacy. I'm just going to put it out there. I have a really hard time saying that word. Like, I say it wrong all the time, so I'll probably say it wrong. You did perfectly. Good job. Um, All while documenting his documenting his adventures on his blog and YouTube channel, The Dad Diaries. So, welcome. Thank you for having me. Hi, Joseph. Hi. We're so Thanks excited to have you here. We can't believe you, like, could take a break from your two little ones at home and yeah. come join us. Well, I thank God I have a nanny and I have my mom that helps out. So oh, that's awesome. It's been... Thank God. You're yeah, like, are they coming? Like, I don't know. <laughs> the babies? No, they're sleeping now. <laughs> they could also be guests, too. We like, know how much it sounds like. They actually started talking. Like, they're now starting to talk. And um, last night, Stella couldn't sleep. So, I like, I had her beside me. And she just kept, like... Talking? But, like, no. Cool. Not yeah, really, yeah, yeah. But just, like, Aww. finding her voice. And it was just so beautiful to see. And That's so, so cute. cute. It is adorable. so cute. Okay, we have like a million questions for you. <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be a long episode, so <laughs> you're welcome, guys. Um, but like, first off, I just want to know, like, what was your like aha moment where you were just like, "This is the right time. Like, I want to have kids now." Um, so, as you said, I was living in at the time I was living in the Middle East and traveling um, all the time, and so I was actually in Dubai, and I was sitting in a seven-star hotel. Overlooking the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, in Dubai. Seven stars. I've never even heard of that. I didn't even know that was possible. I stay in hostels. <laughs> I am shook. Continue. And nothing. I was looking out uh, and the sun was rising and I said, there has to be more to life than just this. And I said, no, I want a, I want a family. I want a, kids. And I want to, you know, I have, you know, I, 
had a career. I have a career, um, <laughs> you know, and I just wanted to give back to to someone. So. Yeah, I love that. I love how you're like, I'm sitting in a seven-star hotel. <laughs> there has to be more to life than this. But, like, I, you, you But do, there is, because, like, like I was moments, traveling, like, and yes. I, and, like, yeah. bought whatever I wanted and did whatever I wanted mm-hmm. anytime You had, like, a very fulfilled life. Yeah. And you were just success-wise, yes. 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 But it wasn't love. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was very empty, and it was very lonely. And, mm-hmm. very, and were you single at the time? I was not single at the time. So my ex lived in Italy, and so I was living in the Middle East. So I, every between productions, I would fly to Italy, be there for like two months. Um, he knew I always wanted kids, and then when I went to him and I said, "Okay, I was turning thirty-seven," and I said, "You know." this is a process and so I don't want to be like 60 with a toddler <laughs> Fair. I said it's now or never and he was kind of like oh, he was okay kind of okay with it um, he, he kind of went along with it but not really um, and so I was like you said I documented my whole journey and then I looked back on it I went through many embryo transfers and many unsuccessful embryo transfers and so after the third failed embryo transfer, I looked back at all my footage and all my notes and everything, and I realized that I was by myself. And so I talked to him and I said, I, you know, I don't think this is something you really want. And in hopes that he would be like, no, I love you. This is what yeah, I want. Yeah, yes. And he was like, no, yeah, you're probably right. And so we broke up and then I continued because I was in the process. And yeah, yeah, for you. And, Good for you. And there you go. So maybe, can you maybe tell us a little about, a little bit about your surrogacy journey, uh, kind of where you started to where you ended up. Just walk us through the journey. I have no idea how it even works. Yeah. So again, I was living in the Middle East. Um, I found, I, I, I researched a lot. I researched on adoption as a single gay man. It's close to impossible to adopt. Really? Um, Why? (laughs) <laughs> do we want to get into the LGBTQ rights yeah, issue? Like, I didn't want to know that was a thing. Yeah, still. No, it's 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 close to impossible. It's it's already extremely difficult to adopt. Period. Even for like a straight mm, married okay. couple, um, for a single woman is a lot easier. But oh. for a single male, that's crazy. That is. Yeah, it's very very hard. It's not impossible, but it's just very very hard. Mm-hmm. And so I looked into surrogacy, and I was looking in Canada. I was looking in the states. Uh, and I found this clinic in India, and they were advertising uh, same-sex couples and uh, single men could do it in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did. I went to Kenya. I deposited. I chose my egg, and uh, then that was. How do you choose an egg? So yeah. it's kind of like a sperm bank. Like, have you ever been to a sperm bank? Probably no, not. I never. <laughs> yeah, she has. It's I called have... the cell's bedroom. <laughs> Uh, nothing. They just send me a whole bunch of pictures. Oh, okay. And with all the information, the education, health uh, of the girls, and they kept sending me really, 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 really white girls, and I was like, no, I want. You know, my ex was Persian at the time, Ooh. <laughs> and so I wanted, I wanted darker. I wanted dark hair, dark eyes, mm-hmm. um, and so I wanted, you know, Arab or Persian or Italian, but it's illegal in all those countries. Mm, so yeah. uh, they said, well, we have Indian eggs. And so I was like, perfect. So they sent me Indian eggs. 
uh, Indian eggs and Indian women uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, to choose from. And I actually had Miss India 2014 oh. or something oh like that. Oh my God. <gasps> she looked a bit like a hoe. But no, I was like, if I have a daughter, I do not want her to look like this. <laughs> and so nothing. So then I I was torn between two. Um, How did you make that decision? Well, my ex. I was with my ex at the time. Um, One of them actually looked like him. Uh, looked exactly oh, like the same family. So I was like, well, per, like this is probably what, what I want. Yeah. Right? What we want. And uh, so I went with her. Four failed embryo transfers. Mm-hmm. Clinic called me, said, you have to switch eggs. You have to switch donors because it's not working. Mm-hmm. And so then I went with the, the other one. My, my other choice, who she was taller. And, uh, <laughs> and we had broken up with my ex at that point. So I was like, oh, well, yeah. yeah. So I've been for a reason. Yeah. And uh, boom, then she got pregnant. I was, it's a roller coaster ride because you're, you know, so happy, you know, she does, they do the transfer, then you wait, uh, what was it, 20 days? Um, not pregnant. Uh, you wait yeah. a month, they mm-hmm. do it again, not pregnant. So it, it, like, by that point, I was like, you know what, I wasn't telling anybody anymore because I, like, I heard it all from like, third time's a charm to yeah. like, it's just, it yeah, just, it just gets annoying after horrible. a while. But you weren't there, right? You were no. getting like emails not, or calls letting you know that they were. Yeah, yeah, emails, emails. Emails. Um, yeah. And then nothing, she was pregnant and I was really excited. 21 days later, I found out that they were twins. <gasps> and I was like, oh do I jump off the balcony now? <laughs> what or did I do? I was like, oh my God. Do not God. prepare for that. No. I'm a single dad. Like it's, you know, oh already with gosh. one, yeah. with one child is difficult. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's difficult. It's a lot of work. And, wow. But also not even, not even the work that I'm doing now as as their babies but like I thought right away like two universities yeah. yes. first thing I thought of I'm like I have a loft downtown I'm like okay well I have to keep that for the rest of my life until they go to university and sell it so they can at least go to university yep. um, and so yeah so that's the only people that I knew at the time were my parents and I was in the Middle East it was like four o'clock in the morning here I was waiting I was literally sat in front of my computer with these two with this ultrasound with two oh my gosh two little dots and I was like what am I gonna do and so I called my dad and uh he was happy I called my mom she hung up the phone on me oh, and she was just like I, I can't shock I, yeah she's like I heard what you said but I'm too process. early in the morning right now I just can't <laughs> handle it but no and my parents have been amazing they've been incredible support and God only gives you what you can handle so wow so I'm curious because you ended up going with this clinic in India which well or in Kenya mm-hmm. um what are the clinics like in like North America? Why didn't you go with them? Are they harder to well, work first with? Of all, more expensive? Uh, so what? yeah, so I went through five embryo transfers. So here probably would have cost me about two hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, wow! Wow! Yeah, it's expensive. Jeez. Not and not just that. Also, the laws in Canada. Trust me, I got stuck in Kenya with my girls. Mm-hmm. So. If I would have known, I would have probably done it here. And people do contact contacting me daily. Sorry, they're contacting me daily, like men wanting to do it. They're asking me, should I go to Kenya? Should I go? And I, mm-hmm. I say, you know what? I personally didn't have a great experience yeah. there, but because of Canada, not because of Kenya, but mm-hmm. and Kenya too. But we'll get into that. <laughs> um, 
I would have done it here if I would have known at the time. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't take anything back and I love yeah, my girls. Yeah, and if I would have changed just anything, like, I wouldn't have them. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. so right. I want, like, it was just meant to be. Yeah, for sure. When did you, did you, you met your surrogate, but when did you meet her? Mm, I met her 10 days before she gave birth. Wow. That was the only time yeah, you met her. Yeah, so technically we weren't allowed to meet our surrogate. Yeah. I had a friend doing her PhD in Mombasa in Kenya. And uh, she actually, I got them in contact through the mm-hmm. clinic and she ended up getting her number. And so I had her number and I was like, Broke but they weren't allowed to give you her number. Technically, no, because they say for our safety in case, you know, they, they blackmail you or they want this or they want that. Right. I mean, she asked me for an iPhone. You're carrying my girls. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm going to sure. get you an iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I want you to send me updates. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so I met her, yeah, I met her 10 days before. So I went down uh, 10 days before she gave birth. Would she send you updates, like pregnancy photos, anything like they, that? Well, the clinic would send me once okay. a month an ultrasound. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Like, when you when you actually met her for the first time, how did you, what was that like? Did you just, were you just kind of overcome and overwhelmed with joy or what I was, was what was, was that reaction like she walked in and to me it was like yeah. this angel oh. like she was just this beautiful happy and as soon as i so she sat down and i was like like can i touch your stomach like i, I didn't know what the protocol <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. was can i touch you and then also it's, it's like mombasa is very very muslim and um, so I just didn't know what, and she's like, yeah. And then as soon as I touched her stomach, like you just felt like boom, 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 like from both. Like she was like, it's so weird. They usually don't kick in, unless they're hungry, but I just ate and they just, it, it was kind of like they knew when my mom yeah. was with me, my mom mm-hmm. came down with me. Thank God. Oh, um, and just like my mom was crying. She was crying. I was crying. The doctor started crying. We were all crying. It was oh, just like, it a must beautiful... make it so real to you too. Cause all you're getting are these these photos from like the ultrasound and you've never really met this girl and like you're like okay is this like you know it's real but it doesn't and feel also, real and i was here in toronto at this mm-hmm. point nesting so i was i'm preparing yes. for nursery and i'm yeah. you know learning about babies and i'm like so it's it was all like i'm learning and i'm buying and i'm building and i'm doing but for what i don't know so exactly in that moment it was just like Oh holy God. shit this is like, real this it's is, happening there's something yeah. kicking in there and was it her first pregnancy or surrogate. yeah uh no oh so, okay. yeah and it wasn't her egg either so it was just right she had two kids mm-hmm. and this mm. was the first time she was doing surrogacy though oh wow okay i find it so interesting it's, yeah wow. so like the day that she gave birth like were you there how does it work do you meet them like afterwards like no so basically yeah i was waiting uh the doctor's like okay so they're she's gonna give birth at around two o'clock it was a c-sections planned mm-hmm. um so we we're waiting my again getting back to uh them advertising for same-sex couples and uh single men that's not the case in kenya um, 10 days before I left, I had to have one of my girlfriends come with me to be my partner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so she was flying from Bahrain and she was, she flew in and she was getting there with the taxi and we had to go to the airport and we're waiting. And then all of a sudden my coordinator from Spain sent me a, a text message. Congratulations. I'm like, no, not yet. Like she's giving birth in like an hour. And she's like, no, you're a dad. And she sent me two pictures of the girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
What? what the hell? Like <laughs> we happened? flew, we grabbed the tuk tuk. I don't know if you guys know the tuk tuk. Yeah. Like my mom was on it, like flying out, and like we just rushed to the the, the hospital. And yeah, I just saw them. I saw them literally for like five minutes, and mm-hmm. I literally saw them, and they were crying, and I counted their fingers and toes, and, <laughs> and then I named them right there, and. And that was it. So the first day, I only saw them for like five minutes. Yeah. Because then they had to be in the incubator. They were what, really small. What are their names? Mia and Stella. Oh. Oh my God. So cute. So freaking adorable. Like, you know, they're going to grow up and have like, they're going to be so beautiful. I love those names. Mia and Stella. I know. I love that. Stella. <laughs> How many times have you heard that one? Well, my mom named Stella too, so a lot. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm used to it by now. <laughs> That's so sweet. So what were some of the biggest challenges when it came to surrogacy or misconceptions that you faced during this entire process? Well, first of all, being so far Mm -hmm. is horrible Mm -hmm. because you don't know. Um, You don't know what's going on. You don't know what she's eating. You don't Mm -hmm. know where she's staying. Um, Again, we're talking about Kenya, which is not, you know, that developed. So... um, it's just being far is very it's scary um i had a couple that that when i went down to deposit they were there together uh, another gay couple and they actually had triplets and um three day yeah so no two months before i had to go to kenya uh he one of them contacted me saying that all three babies died the surrogate got into an accident so like i was like I didn't even know what to say to them, but yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, I cannot be there for you oh right now because I don't gosh. even want... Yeah, yeah, I'm you're... Not, I'm going to be there in two months. and So you know what I mean? It's just scary. Um, oh my goodness. So that, I guess, is the biggest thing, I guess, that, I don't know, I didn't like not being there. And also, like, you know, they start, the babies start to hear at 26 weeks, so... Yeah, yeah. They didn't hear my voice. Yeah. not, you know... But I did feel them kick, uh, and I did send them um, recordings of me talking and singing mm-hmm. and music that I wanted them, her to like play Cute. for them yeah. and stuff. So, but yeah. Yeah, and now that you have them, or, like, do you think it made any difference that you like weren't there in the early stages, or like? You know what? They know when I'm home. As yeah. soon as I'm home, their their eyes light up. They they hear my voice. Yeah. They you know. They, always reach for me always want to be with mm-hmm. me and like they know you yeah. know yeah. you know who your family is right? yeah they know who their dad is exactly yeah they can just tell so what was the um reception like within let's say like the gay community when uh your friends and supporters and people within, like when they found out that you were going through this process uh what was the reception like um see a lot of gay men don't want kids a lot of gay men like the, you know, disposable income, the locking your door and going to Puerto, Puerto Vallarta for the weekend. Um, so, like, my best friend, for example, he's like, you're crazy. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, you could do whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want. And so why would you do this? Um, there were some family members that don't agree with surrogacy and don't feel that it's ethically, I guess, ethically or religiously or whatever they want to call it correct. Um, But again, going through so many embryo transfers, I just stopped telling people. Mm -hmm. Um, I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. But I I have to say I was very lucky. My friends, you know, 
Your parents. My parents. You've got a good support yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was really lucky. I know people that really do it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've met people along the way that are, you know, single dad of twins, but like by themselves. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. was like, I did it for three weeks. Like my dad fell in March and my mom had to be in the hospital with him. And I was alone with the girl for, for two and a half weeks and I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Like yeah, I literally was crying yeah. myself to sleep. I was mm-hmm. like, what did I do to myself? I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Like there's just the crying and the and then you're you just get to the point where you're impatient and then you feel shitty because like it's a baby and like, <laughs> you know, and it, it's just it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. The mm-hmm. first the first couple of months. Now I'm they're eight months. They were eight months yesterday. Oh. And uh I think it's getting easier. It's mm-hmm. getting more fun. They're getting responsive. They're mm-hmm. laughing. They're playing. They're sitting. They're more a little bit more independent. Which mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's like yeah, two, two of them. Two of them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. One of them would cry while you're like trying to rock the other one, and it's like, who do you pick and why? And who's your favorite? Well, <laughs> I don't have a favorite. <laughs> but like nobody like talks. Everyone post like the beautiful photos of their children and like talk about how amazing it is to be like a mother or father but like nobody ever talks about like how sh- like shitty it can feel sometimes and alone it's, and like exhausting it gets, it's exhausting <laughs> yeah. that's the 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 number <laughs> one thing um it's the lack of sleep yeah it's it gets to the point where you're just like you don't think anymore like your brain just shuts off mm-hmm. because you you can't talk you can't and i'm in a creative field and like i was lost i was like i how am I supposed to do a campaign? Like, there's no way. <laughs> there's like, yeah. I just can't think there's about nothing there something. Right now. Um, that's the hardest part uh, is the lack of sleep. And, and, and people do tell you that. Like when people, you know, when I was planning and stuff, everyone was like, you know, sleep now, sleep now. And it's mm-hmm. true. Sleep now. Because mm-hmm. even now, like, you know, I could like now tonight I'll go, I can come up, come out and be out and, mm-hmm. you know, have a good time. But 630 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Day in, day out. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's just me. So it's me waking up and mm-hmm. you know, getting them and feeding them and changing them and waiting for the nanny to finally start working and then getting ready to go to work. So yeah, then the week, and then I'm working all week. And then the weekends, I'm working all weekend because <laughs> yeah. I have two babies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's, it, it's difficult. It, it just is, never stops. You're just always going to work <laughs> until they're 18. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also just find it interesting that, like, so many gay men don't want children. Like, I don't know. I guess I've just never, I never knew that. Well, can I get into why I'm still single since you guys yeah, said yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to segue yes. into, like, your dating life because oh we want to know. So that would be perfect. It's perfect, yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, dating, as you guys know, is already shitty. Oh, <laughs> tell me. Add that. two babies on top of that. Oh like, it's, I don't know. It's very, very, very difficult. Like, again, there I have babies, so it's not that I could be like, cool, let's meet at 5.30, or like, mm-hmm. even if I meet them late, it's like, I have to be home, so yeah. you have to come to my house, and mm-hmm. you have to, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but my babies are sleeping in that room, so it's yeah. like, it's just, and your then again, change. your priorities change, mm-hmm. and, and it's very difficult to start dating because when you start dating someone, you have to give them everything. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, you have no time. Yeah. yeah. When you date someone and you're with someone and you start to love someone, you need to be there for them. Mm-hmm. You need to give them everything. And when you have kids, 
the kids are first. Yeah. No matter if what if ends or buts. You had a shitty day at work. I'm really sorry. My baby's crying. I can't <laughs> yeah. Talk to you yeah. Right now. Yeah. I only have so much to give. Like. <laughs> and so I feel that unless they are a parent and they have kids, then they understand a little mm-hmm. bit more and know like what it's like. But if you don't have kids, it's you 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 just don't understand. Like I wouldn't have understood when I was single. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah. I don't understand. And and then again, like. I feel that even in a, in a straight couple, it's usually the woman that wants kids. Like, True. really. Like, no, let's yeah, not yeah, generalize yeah. and stereotype. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, trying. But, but it's usually like the... Or at like least the, they first want kids. Yeah. Guys think about it. And later. then the guy's yeah. like, oh, well, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. it's time. Let's do it. Yeah. When you got two men, it's like... Yeah. I really? guess that's true. Yeah. Huh. So and and so about. you said so so as a gay man and you know that like gay men don't really want kids you know not all gay men not I shouldn't all. say that like I don't um, want kids and... yeah so so it was already hard to meet someone who was kind of on the same page as you it's like for sure I want kids because um, even your ex was kind of yeah, my ex yeah the... his he's an artist and you know for him his kid is his art. You know, and that's what he wanted, and that's what that's what made him happy. And so the like now looking at my life now and thinking if I would be so with him, he'd go crazy. Like he would, yeah, he'd mm-hmm. go crazy. Yeah, wouldn't. And be are you guys life. in contact still or no? He does sporadically like um, text me, and he'll be. I think it was like last month. He's like, the one on the right looks like you. I'm like. The one on the right wow. is Mia. You should probably know who they are yeah. by now. But um, yeah, no. He's, so do you um, do you do you use dating apps? And in your dating apps, do you say you know I'm a dad? Yes, I do. Um, I was just actually dating someone. <laughs> oh no! What? Yeah. <laughs> should I say that? <laughs> no, I was dating someone. Uh, we broke up on Sunday. Oh, uh, oh I'm so sorry. In Montreal. Um, no, it was just not good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not good. No passion. No nothing. No. And the thing was that on paper, it, it was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like had a has a kid. Mm-hmm. Great job. Wanted the same things. Wanted da da da. Everything was like on paper perfect. That, but just no chemistry. Mm-hmm. Oh. So and I was and I was I lasted a month. <laughs> I lasted a month and I tried and I said, okay, have your priorities checked now and like things are changed and like, you know, you, you have to, there's a lot more boxes you have to like check when you mm-hmm. have kids, like, or you introduce someone to your kids. And so, yeah, it just didn't work. Well, we talk about it all the time too. It's like you could, someone could check what you think are all the boxes and then you meet them and it's like, oh, like there's still something missing even if you check all the boxes. So it's like, it's hard to find that like, perfect connection but that also is in line with what you want yeah and it's not all about checking the boxes at the end of the day like you said there was no chemistry you want to feel that chemistry you want to feel that bond that passion with someone it's great that they have all of these things but if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it and that's the the struggle when it comes to dating right so so where did you meet him on Tinder. Okay. That's, just, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what apps do you use? Well, there's, like... for the gay apps, there's, I don't even know. I'm, I'm like, I'm old though. Like, I'm not like, so I'm not up to date with like the new apps and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But there's Grindr, mm-hmm. which is like sex, how big is your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, there's Scruff, which is the exact same thing, but just scruff your guys and less twinks. Mm-hmm. There's 
<laughs> there is, what's the other one? Growler, which is for bears. Um, and then Tinder. And then so like Tinder, I'm relatively new to Tinder because I was in a four and a half year relationship yeah. and then I was in the Middle East and so, and then I just got back. So I just like downloaded Tinder. Mm-hmm. And so I met him cause I was like, you know, I just, I opened up my studio, I had the kids, I just bought a house that closed today that I still haven't seen because I came Congrats. to do the podcast. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> oh my god! And so I said to myself, that's it, I'm not, I'm deleting all these apps, and, and I yeah. said, well, before I delete them, let me just go on it, and that's where I met this guy, and, mm. but no, I should have no. just deleted it. <laughs> he could be the one. No. No. <laughs> Uh, no. no, we have wait, determined. wait. Oh, is this the what, the Sunday one? This is the Sunday. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, no, like, I don't no, think no, no, no. <laughs> this is someone new. Uh, <laughs> on to someone new. Well, on yeah. Someone now, new. So, yeah. So on Sunday, I'm at the airport because we're we're coming back from Montreal, but on separate planes. So we're like, okay, bye, bye, bye. We knew that it was like mm-hmm. that's oh, it. Right. Um, I went back on Tinder and uh, I met some one of your family members. <laughs> probably. It's probably like my cousin. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like good for you for like, I mean, I can't imagine having two babies. And no sex. And like, well, yeah. But like no also like I, like, like I said, like I don't have time. Like I don't, I don't know how you have time to like fit in a date or like trying to date someone. Like it, it takes a, a lot. So. Yeah, but I'm very like right from the beginning, like even on my, on the apps mm-hmm. or like, single father of twins yeah this is my reality this is who i am like it's not that i'm you know mm-hmm. pretend to be like yeah you have to be okay like, hey, let's go downtown and like party all weekend mm-hmm. it's like no I'm, this yeah is I am. do you ever have people reaching out to you when they may they might read that um in your tinder bio and are they just genuinely like very curious about yes. your life do you yeah. get a lot of those yeah. messages like hey um I, I wanted to match with you because i have questions and i'm curious yeah, yeah. i yeah. get a lot i get a lot of people just saying you know how how much of an inspiration and it's something that they want mm. um but their partner doesn't want i just had a guy a couple hours ago um he's like you know i'm he's Italian as well so he's like you know I, I just see your life and how supportive your family is and I, this is something I really want but my partner doesn't and I don't know if my family would be okay with it and I'm like dude you're come from an Italian family get a baby on the table everyone's happy <laughs> <laughs> it's very true it's very true so basically so. you also play like therapist on these dating apps to all these well, people <laughs> yeah well not therapist but yeah, yeah I get a lot of questions and also from, from Instagram and mm-hmm. from YouTube, YouTube and, yeah. yeah I get a lot I got which I love which is why I started my blog you know the diaries was to to help people because when when I was looking into it I read about surrogacy and there were blogs on surrogacy on women and that Mm -hmm. you know either are surrogates or who had to use a surrogate because they couldn't give birth Mm -hmm. or um but there was really nothing for a man like Mm -hmm. if or a single man or a gay man for that matter Mm -hmm. on surrogacy and so I started the dad diaries and then you know, it started getting like 60,000 clicks a month and like people, you know, are emailing me daily asking mm-hmm. from, for, from, or advice or whatever, like questions, any. Their story. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a lot of questions, um, advice wise, but let's talk about maybe sliding into your DMs, whether yeah. it's on YouTube or on Instagram. What's because, that again? So sliding into your DMs on YouTube or Instagram, because you do have quite the following. Let's be realistic here. <laughs> and um, I can only imagine what they might look like. So 
do you get a lot of people saying like, "Hey Joseph, what are you hey, doing Friday night?" Or like, "Hey like, Daddy, get a, get a <laughs> no, Hey Daddy, have, get a sitter. I'm taking you out on Saturday." Like most most of my followers are women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Darn. Um, most of my followers are women and moms. Yeah. And um, I get a lot of. God damn, you're hot. Uh, <laughs> why? What happened? <laughs> Jesus. Um, I get a lot of those, which are really, I find them cute and like, yeah. just, they, they make me feel good because right, again, the warm and fuzzies, I'm you're like, single and like, I want to feel that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I get some, not a lot of gay men, not a lot of gay men follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, some do and I get, you know, contacted on, on Instagram and saying, you know, oh, I'd like to take you for a coffee or do you want to meet? And, and I have, and you know, some of them have been, you know, after meeting me and realizing my life and it's really what I put on Instagram is my life. Like, right. It's yeah. not that I'm pretending to have twins and pretending to hold babies and then yeah. let's go out. And then they'll be like, Oh, you know, uh, we're not, we're not compatible or we want different things. And it's like, well, yeah, you clearly obvious. know what I want yeah. <laughs> right there. And, yeah. So I guess the key is dating someone that's not on Instagram. Yeah. You might be onto something. You might be onto something. Not going to lie. Yeah. So I do have a question, though. So we've talked about, you know, your life um, as soon as, you know, the the aha moment. You know, I want to start a family. But what was like, what was life like before that even happened? Because you're coming from the era where, you know, dating apps weren't super popular um so you might have done like maybe like the god forbid the in-person like gotta meet somebody at a bar (laughs) things like that so what what how how what was dating like for you before you had this aha moment and you were living in the middle east like what did that look like well i met as of now the love of my life when i was 22 and i dated him until we were 30 until i was 30 um so all of my 20s i was in a relationship living in italy then i moved back here um when i was 30 i started dating here and it was atrocious Um, (laughs) it's the worst it's just there's a i don't want to even generalize and people are going to hate me for even saying this Canadian men are boring. There's no Shocked. passion. There's no. Like, I, mean, I, I need that. a passion. Like, yeah, totally. Even if you're freaking an accountant, and if you're passionate about numbers, good. At least there's a passion there. It's yeah. debit. It's a credit. I love it. <laughs> um, anyways, I just found it really like it just wasn't for me. And then I got yeah. headhunted to go to the Middle East, and so I went to the Middle East at 32, and I was like a fat kid in the candy store, like <laughs> so- dark mustache hairy I was just like yeah. thoves the white thoves that they wear when it's windy outside but like also like, you know, like, yes, the I Middle East it. isn't like super like gay friendly is no, it? no no it's very very against the law yeah, we, <laughs> very much against let's talk about that can we touch on that because you obviously had a period where you were single in the Middle East as oh a, I was like as a gay. tell me about it because I'm so Goddamn curious. Yeah. And yeah, there was Grinder. I had Grinder and <gasps> I would just but I worked a lot. I worked my ass off. Like I was in right. production. I was doing television shows. Um yeah. I was executive producer, it was my company, so I was like work. And so for me it was literally like scroll, you wanna have sex? Great, come over. <laughs> sex gone. Yeah. Like because it wasn't 
no boxes were checked. It was just literally like, you're mm-hmm. hot. Gotta get it in. Caption yeah. some D. I get it. And that was that. And then at then the, the love of my life that I was ta- talking to you about died. I have a heart attack at 44. Oh my and goodness. I went to Italy to the funeral. And that's where I met uh, my ex mm. now. Wow. That uh, we met at his funeral. And they mm-hmm. were friends. And uh, we dated for four and a half years. And so. Wow. Oh I mean, my gosh. your journey, I just, just hearing this, I'm like, wow, there's, there has to be a greater purpose. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm just, I'm hearing everything that you've kind of gone through to get to the point where you are. And you kind of mentioned, you're like, God will only give you as much as you can handle. And even though I'm not like a super religious person, but there's something, there's something about that, that just makes me think like, oh my gosh, you are going to do incredible things. You have so many things. You already that, have. Of course, but, but there, there are so, there, there are, there are so many things that in your life that should have set you back and should have deterred you from doing so many things. But here you are doing incredible things with your life, having two beautiful daughters. You're a homeowner. You're obviously thriving in your career and your social life. I mean, that yeah. that's something and it's i feel like I there's there's I, am i thriving <laughs> yes you but you're are. always your you like, toughest critic right? yeah like yeah. of course I, like but... the amount of people though that like want children or want to be a parent who will just never do it because they can't find the right partner mm-hmm. to be with like a lot of women too but like the, yeah. a lot of a lot of my followers that are single women mm-hmm. are looking to me and saying you know what if you can do it. You're a guy. And you're doing it. I could do it. Like, and I'm like, no doubt, girl. Go and, like, I don't think, I think if children is something you want. Yeah. Why, I mean, dating and meeting the person of your, your dreams and this is so difficult and that's, mm-hmm. so why should that stop you? Yeah, like, so totally. If, if you don't meet that person. Yeah. Do, do you believe in soulmates? Do you believe that there is one person out there for everyone? I don't think there's one person, um, or else he would have died. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I know I I think there's I think you meet people when you're supposed to meet them and they're there to serve some sort of purpose Mm -hmm. in your life and their life and and Mm -hmm. you really meet that person when you're supposed to meet them. Um, And I think why you're alone is because you need to learn something or you need to go through something before you can really... Because, I mean, my brother's a real estate agent Mm -hmm. and all of his clients are divorcees. Mm. Okay. Literally everybody in their 30s and their, you know, they have two children are divorced or getting divorced. There are a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why? Did you settle with someone because you wanted kids? Right. Um, I have my best friend, Leslie, who she'll, you know, come out and tell you, like, (laughs) she got married because she wanted kids. Yeah. She had her two kids. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. yeah. yeah i feel like there's like a lot before. of yeah. people like that though yeah. like and like i really want children but i refuse to be that person like i'd rather have them alone than be with the wrong person the and wrong have person, them right yeah. like but i mean everyone's different right like yeah. and it's also so important like or people like you know they have children's like oh well we're not getting divorced because we have children i mean children need love mm-hmm. and if two people don't love each other then these children are going to grow up 
thinking that a family and I should marry someone like my mom and dad that don't love each other and like why yeah it's not yeah doesn't help anyone (laughs) the equation no absolutely um so just in case you know uh your future husband is listening to our podcast um (laughs) never know you never know you never know what is it that you're looking for in a partner passion and needs to love kids. Yeah, you've got to. Fair. Yeah. Needs to love kids. Ideally, I'd love for them to have a good job and to, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's 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 all about chemistry. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. all about, you know, for me, it's passion. Passion is the number one thing. Mm-hmm. It's you need to be, you need to have something inside you. So when you say passion, it's you're passionate, not just about life, but what you do and um, your your lifestyle. It's just like, what is passion to you, though? Like passion to me is just having drive, is having, yeah, okay. having your heart is beating, your mm-hmm. blood is pumping. Mm-hmm. You know, like it. It's you're living for something. You're living for something. I like yeah. that. You're living for something. Deep quotes by Lauren. I love that, Lauren. Oh my gosh. Who are you? I love that. Put it on t t-shirt. I'm really into it. Can I ask one last question? Yeah. What is the best thing about being a father? Oh, God. So many. (laughs) Um, Honestly, just seeing the look in their face when they see you, that smile, just coming home and having a shitty day and just them smiling it's just the the best feeling or in the morning like you know you open the door and they they might be crying in their crib and you open the door and then they look up and they just smile at you and that smile it's just makes everything okay like the lack of sleep and the yeah makes it all worth it yeah, yeah for sure oh I love that that is, so, that is so sweet. I'm like, question, do I want children? I was just going to say, both I know, of you two are uh, questioning your children. We're the ones that don't really... I never did. I never... She, I, I don't I'm like, like very good. indifferent. Um, and I've actually gotten broken up with because like the guy wanted kids and I and was... Like, I just like didn't know. And he was like, I want you to be sure. Um, but yeah, now after this episode, I'm like, ah, I want babies now. I'm just like, kidding. Damn, passion does crazy <laughs> We could all just live in a house together and just like have one baby well let's it. let's be realistic the way our dating life is going and we live in toronto it's probably gonna happen <laughs> um but joseph thank you so much for being on this thank podcast um to all of our listeners maybe do you want to tell them where they can find you online if they want to follow your story so yeah the dad diaries.com or instagram uh the dad diaries.ca Perfect. And if for those of you, uh, we're going to link it in our description. So mm-hmm. if you want to uh, follow Joseph's amazing life or reach out to him, uh, you'll be able to do that. But thank you so much. We know yeah, that you're a busy, you. busy guy thank and you, you took the time of your day. I had a lot of fun. I needed, I needed to actually come <laughs> downtown and just <laughs> do something else. Unwind, well, yes. Congratulations on closing on your home and your two beautiful daughters. Yeah. And uh, honestly, all the best. And I can't thank wait to follow so your story. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And this is been another episode of somebody date us and we will see you guys next week bye bye hey guys don't forget to follow us on social media at somebody date us and make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode